0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Beat Your Addiction with John Giordano. I'm your co-host, Scott Jones. I want to thank everybody for joining us and remind you throughout this show and uh, whenever you want more information, the easiest way is to go to JohnJGiordano.com. That J is the uh, initial J, just like you see on the screen. JohnJGiordano.com, and you can learn more about what John does and all the different projects he's involved in, and there's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, uh, John, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Let me tell you, if I do any better, I don't got to, you know, pinch myself you know with the new clinic that i opened up the ketamine clinic for depression anxiety addiction all that it's like going unbelievable and i just love watching people get well and that's why we invite different guests on with different modalities to to help people to get well and that's what this show's about it's the latest and the greatest technologies that are evidence-based
0: so why don't we just See Luke, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna bring in uh our guest, and thank he's joining us from up in the Toronto area. Um, you know, that's Canada for those of you who are geographically challenged, (laughs) Uh, it's not Toronto, Ohio. Um, and uh, Luke is a um hypnotherapist, and we're gonna bring him in right now. Luke, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, guys. Any better? And I'd need to be arrested. How are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. We'll get arrested together.
2: (laughs) There you go. Probably in a Canadian prison. I think it would be a tiny bit kinder than an American prison.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, i got to ask, Luke, um, and again, this is Luke Howard. Um, Thank you for joining us. But i got to ask, the accent is not a Canadian accent. Um, accent. I'm going to guess that you're from Jersey, New Jersey, right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to do my best New Jersey accent, but it's too early. I was there, actually, last year. I am from um, London, England, originally.
1: Oh, okay. I have friends in there. I have friends there.
2: Oh, yeah? Sorry oh, yeah. about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 well, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Brits.
2: All
0: right, so, you know, I'm going to step out of the way and let you and John talk uh, about this stuff, um, but – just to let everybody know that uh, while you're watching the show or, you know, tell you what, wait till after the show. Once the show's over, make sure you check out uh, on the Internet, uh, lukenosis.com. It's right there, uh, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S.com. Uh, and uh, all of the services and everything he's talking about will be highlighted right there on his website. Uh, but you and John both have a lot in common about your beliefs and about helping people. So... Why don't you guys take it away all right go ahead luke take it away tell us what you do
2: i am um, well i call myself clinical hypnotist uh because i've been doing this for 25 years since i was knee-eye to a grasshopper well 17 actually but i'd use a lot of different modalities to help people so um i've got i don't know over 20 certifications in hypnosis but but really um i'm a bit like an mma like you know mixed martial artist but of the self-help world so I'll go to um, uh, hypnosis and I'll get skills from great hypnotists and then I'll go to counselors and I'll get great skills, model great skills from counselors or CBT practitioners or NLPers or healers, Reiki healers. I'll see what they're doing, what's really effective in helping to heal people and I'll um, still, sorry, I mean model uh, their skills (laughs) and and I'll put them through my own personality in the way that I see the world. And just like a mixed martial artist, they'll learn the stand-up game of striking. They'll learn the grappling game. They'll learn the submission game. And for me, it's about learning all these skills to make myself as complete as I can when helping a client with whatever their problem, big one being addiction, uh, what I see a lot of people for. Well, that's
1: really it. Well, I am a martial artist. I'm a grandmaster in uh, karate, you know, black belt judo, black belt jiu-jitsu. So if you want to talk about martial arts, I got it. You know, what you're doing is what I've done for over, Jesus, 30 some, 35, 36, I don't know how many years. I don't know. You'd have to ask the dinosaurs know. that started yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm one of the dinosaurs in the industry. Um, you know, I, I do all, I am also uh, have a master's in NLP, in all linguistic programming. I'm a hypnotherapist. Uh, I do EMDR, and I rework the EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprocesses. Are you familiar with that? I you know
2: it, yeah. I've got a different version that I use, but yeah, very familiar with
1: it. Right, and so what I did, I, I, I rearranged that. I added other modalities to it, and I created what I call TRT, trauma release technique. I added the tonalities of hypnotherapy, the subjectiveness of NLP, and holotropic breathing, and the EMDR together. And I get rid of trauma for like 20, 30 minutes. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, Hypnosis was really a really love of mine when I was a little boy. Uh, I was 14, I'm 76, <laughs> you know. And uh, this doctor took a liking to me and he gave me a book called Melvin Powers and I read it and I practiced and I was hypnotizing all the girls in the neighborhood. <laughs> So, yeah, I've been
2: trouble doing that once. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a couple of problems with that, too. Um, You know, and hypnosis, a lot of people don't understand that hypnotherapy is an incredible technology. And it really gets into the subconscious. And uh, tell me a little bit about your process, Luke. I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about you.
2: Yeah, Um Here's how I work. I used to be very, very structured, right? I used to have the A to the Z. So uh, before, I, before I actually take anyone on as a client, we'd do a free one-hour screening call. Uh, really, they fill out a big application form. So I get to find out where they are and, and where they come from. Um, and, and then I would go into that, go into my program that i will be working with people, and I would kind of know in my mind what I'd be doing with them. And I did that. I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. And then I realized I was doing them a great disservice because, yes, I, I needed to know where I was going with them. Example, the person who's addicted to cocaine or alcohol. They're addicted in their words and, and they want to get to sobriety. They want to get to abstaining and being OK with it. So, so I know if we're using like Google Maps, the most important thing to put in is your where you want to go sobriety right and the second most important thing is where they are now well luke i'm drinking well, I'm, a
1: rec- I'm a recovering addict just to let you know i got 38 years of recovery so you know keep going i'm listening
2: sure. and, and that first spot is, is where you are right now So i'm drinking two bottles of whiskey a night so then i realized everyone is different So even though I may have worked with close to 10,000 people in hypnosis for every kind of problem, an addiction, literally thousands. Let's say I worked with 10 different people today and it was all over cocaine. It's not the same process for everyone because everyone's different. Everyone has their own unique story, narrative, trauma. The thing that brought them to the chance uh, so to speak so to go in there to know the a to the z without actually seeing how they respond when we're actually start the program was doing them a huge disservice so now it looks a bit like you i've been doing this so long now i just have an instinct i know where i need to go i know where i start honestly i have no friggin idea how i'm going to get there I just know I've got this amount of time to get there. And so far, I pretty much help them get there every single time. But I'm seeing what they respond to. Because if I go into a classical hypnosis thing and and I'm saying, see this and see that, and they don't class themselves as visual, that doesn't hit with them. That doesn't resonate. The work isn't effective. Now, if I'm talking about kinesthetic and do you feel this, do you feel that? And they, they don't resonate with feelings, emotions at this present moment. And I'm banging on about that because the script says that. I've lost that client. I ain't helping them. If I'm talking about the sound of my voice and those voices, as I read before you do a line of Coke, before you do a bottle of Jack Daniels or Bacardi, and they're not into logistics, they're not into sound. I've lost them. So the first thing I need to do when I'm in front of them and it's all virtual that I do now with people, is I need to see what they respond to. And when I see what they respond to, watching their physiology, their breathing patterns, listening to what they say, but also listening to what they don't say and the pauses between things they say and certain words people hang on. In my brain, I'm processing all of this stuff unconsciously, subconsciously, and then coming back, with what i need to do with them next because i don't care what should work because i was told when i was young and i was a young in this i was told well luke if you do this this course that you've done for five thousand dollars if you do this course it works for everyone all of the time You yes. know nothing works for everyone all of the time it's a crock of and i won't use colorful language because i think you might have a, a pg rate in there I don't want you guys to get demonetized but but i need to i see what someone everyone responds differently so when i see them responding i'm like ah i'm gonna i'm gonna work more in this area because they're responding so i don't care what should work i care what my client is responding to because everyone's Uh different and i need like we've got a different thumbprint they've got a different soul print when i know how they work that's how I start to work with it Well,
1: I love what you're saying. You, you, you and I are on exactly the same page. You got to go where the client is, not where we want to go. And you know, and then rapport is the most important thing. If you don't have rapport with the patient or the client, you're not going to go anywhere. So if you try to push them in directions, that doesn't work very well. You, you, you're right on the money with what you're saying, Luke. So I'm, I, I, I'm enjoying listening to you because I'm finally listening to somebody that knows what the heck they're doing. Not that I don't listen to other people that know what they're doing, but you know, some people have a different version of the world,
2: yeah. It's like this what's the quote? Um, it, when all you've got is a hammer as a tool,
1: everything looks like a nail, you, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, know. And I get screws, I get nails, I get all different types of people. Um, How about
1: wood pegs? No, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, there you
2: go. So yeah once i see what they respond to and 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 to go back to your thing with rapport i disagree with it and i agree with it let let me say why when i was learning all this stuff everything was about first most important thing is about getting rapport if i'm quite honest with you some of my clients some of the times may think i'm an arrogant a-hole however I'm not interested in having rapport with their consciousness or their intellect. What I am interested, and the only thing I'm interested in, is having rapport with their unconscious, their subconscious, their monkey mind. That essential five-year-old inside that's causing them to do all those addictive behaviors or whatever the problem is that they don't want to do. Because I know when I get rapport with that part of them, I can help them. They can like me and like, oh Luke, you're no, so well I'm not
1: great. talking about rapport whether they like you or not, not like you. You, you. we're on the same page. I'm talking about that kind of rapport. See, the bottom line, addicts don't believe anybody. First of all, they don't trust anybody and everybody is a jerk. So <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just the bottom line. Okay, now that that's their their whole thing. So when they call you up or whatever they, they they're seeing where you're coming from and things, that way. they don't they don't like your beard or they don't like your tattoos or they don't like the way you speak or They'll find everything in the world not to like about you, but they call him because they're desperate. So when you when you come and you approach them the proper way, all right, you're going to be in rapport with them anyway. And the personality yeah. has nothing to do with the rapport. Yeah, you're, you're clicking on what they their intent is. You're clicking on you know that's what you're clicking on. You're not the rest of the stuff is just the fluff
2: exactly yeah and, and, and like yeah absolutely and and my intention is always if someone's put their hand up and said luke i need help then then my job as i see it is to do whatever i can as long as it's illegal not no as long as it's legal not illegal all right <laughs> that as long as it's legal legal you think, illegal
1: whatever works <laughs>
2: you I moved over from london um to canada um i'm gonna do whatever i can as long as it's ethical, non-fattening, got to say that for the ladies, and legal to get them there. So if I've got to give them a metaphorical gang slap, I'm going to do that. If I need to shock them, I'm going to do that. If I have to give them home truths, I'm going to do that. A lot of people come in and and, and, and they think, and, 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 and I understand why, uh, they think well hypnosis and this oh is going to be an earthy soft guy whatever i say is going to be there there everything's going to be okay it, it, it's not going to be okay if you're overdosing on cocaine uh, heroin uh, alcohol it, it's potentially probably not going to be okay and the reason you're calling me is it because you're looking for a friend it's probably because things aren't going to be okay so i'm not here to to like uh, let like you go into your garden they've got a bunch of weeds and those weeds are eating all your flowers so you can use all the positive affirmations in the world there are no weeds there are no weeds there are no weeds
1: yeah forget about that that ain't working
2: but if you ain't actually physically going out there and removing those weeds those friggin weeds are eating up all your flowers so so i'm there to be a reality check not to be a uh, you know so let me ask you
1: a question about the process so okay so they call you up you get a whole intake on them you you know what's going on with them yeah you get an understanding by watching their body language, by watching the tonalities in their voice, the way they're speaking, the way they, they're moving. And from your past experiences, you kind of get an angle of which way to go in. Yeah. I got that part. So do you do the hypnosis on Zoom?
2: Yeah. So, so oh, before pandemic, um, by the way, my cat's mate, me a cameo. There we go. That's tiny. There we go. A round of applause for...
1: Listen, cat. we got to hypnotize the cat
0: not to come on screen. Yeah, really.
2: <laughs> she's, a, she's a glory hound or, or cat, not a hound, right? Yeah. So everything I do is over Zoom. Before pandemic, I used to have three offices, one in Toronto, one in Ottawa, uh, the capital of Canada, and one in Las Vegas that so I used to visit um, once a month. Um, well, but even before pandemic, about 75% of my clients were online. They'd be in England. They'd be in Australia. They would be in the deep south in America. Right. And it would be expensive for them to fly in for a session here or there. Right. So I started to work with people. And one of the big concerns with people is like, like luke i need to see someone face to face because uh, this stuff only works face to face don't you need to see me face to face how can you do this over a video to which i would say don't you need to touch me to which i say if the hypnotist is touching you it's probably you should probably get the heck out of there
1: <laughs> I be keeping. Mind- look, <laughs> <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your hand on your wallet. All right. So, look. Let me let me ask a couple of questions. Okay, so you, you do an initial uh, uh, workup with them. You, you hypnotize them. Okay, so now you plant an anchor on them, I guess, uh, and then you give them a call word to go back into the, their hypnosis to support uh, what you're doing. Uh, what is your process? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so I'm going to answer that don't do that. But I just want to finish the last. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, please. With the, yeah, with the Zoom. So so people are like, don't I need to be there? How would it work? I'm like, well, the environment we need to change is your head, is inside your mind. So it doesn't matter if we're five feet apart in my office, or if we're five 5000 miles apart, across the Atlantic Ocean, we're going into your mind. So you don't physically need to be here. And in fact, when people come to my office, the alcoholic, the cocaine addict, the heroin addict, they weren't going to do heroin in my office. They weren't going to do a, uh, a, a a nub of coke in my office. They weren't going to drink the, the Jack Daniels in my office, but they were going to do it at home. So by doing the process of, of Zoom hypnosis in their home, we start to collapse the pattern in their home, a bit like I call it the Navy SEAL approach, right? The underwater demolition. We're going to the building, the structure of the problem where they do it the most at home. And I'm planting all that semtex, all that explosiveness. Right. So we can blow up the problem from the inside. And like I say, for most people, we talked about anchors a moment ago, a lot of their anchors or, or, or triggers. Uh, potentially at their home so 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 that's why I would do it over zoom and that's why honestly it's actually even more effective my process is different things but here's how I set up with people I say to people um hey when I was a little kid I used to like to do the the puzzle books the dot to dot puzzle books do you remember the dot to dots where you would join one dot to the next dot yeah. to the next dot and eventually it would reveal a picture do you remember that yes yeah. i do yeah so as a five year old i used to freaking love doing this stuff right but i remember when i was about five um my nan my grandmother was looking after me because my mum was in hospital giving birth to my little sister and i had this um this puzzle book this dot to dot book and i'm joining all the dots together and i can't find the last dot and i get really frustrated and i get really annoyed and i go up to my nan and i say nan i'm really frustrated i didn't say frustrated because i was five didn't have the vocabulary then i'm like nan oh i'm really angry and i threw it down in a tantrum i'm like can you do this for me and without missing a beat she says no luke i can't do it for you because if i do it for you i'll never learn So the work we're going to do together is a bit like you making those connections inside your head, like the dot to dots. But instead of it being the puzzle book, it's those neurological connections in your brain. But when you make all these connections in your brain, and I don't know if that will be today. I don't know if that will be between now and your second session. I don't know if it will take as long as up to three sessions. But you'll make those connections in your brain. Those connections that will allow you to have an understanding unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously to make that shift, to make that change. Now I've got a few ways of helping you. Sometimes I might seemingly go off on tangents and tell you stories that seemingly you think have nothing to do with your problem or my stories have a reason behind them sometimes i might get you to tap certain parts of your body sometimes i might get you to touch certain parts of your body sometimes i might provoke you by poking you a little bit sometimes i might ask you to close your eyes and i might get you to summon up what i call mind experiments psychological experiments to bring up unpleasant or pleasant emotions inside your body sometimes i might just get you to close your eyes and say you'll no longer do this problem anymore and you'll feel amazing so i don't know exactly what i'm going to do with you but it will be something along those lines to help to facilitate you well, you're
1: using your you're using your intuition is what you're doing
2: exactly you know, that's
1: the way i work too i use my intuition everybody's different everybody connects a different way
2: but but in lay turns if, if i if i buried everything down any technique i use it's to get their conscious their intellect out of the way because I say to people, you've talked to people, because oftentimes I'm not the first call. I'm not the first person who's tried to help this particular client. So I'll say to them, have you have you gone to counseling, rehab? Oftentimes people have, almost all of the time. And I'll say, you've talked about this problem before, haven't you? They're like, yeah. I'm like, and did the, the, the talking help you? And they'll be like, yeah, a little bit. And I'll say, well, well what I mean by help Is it, did it make the problem disappear? Like, no, no, I'm still doing it. Well, well, obviously that's why we're doing the session together. So I'm like, so if we just keep speaking about your problem, the the odds are it's still going to be there because we're dealing with your consciousness, your intellect. So it makes no sense to keep using the thing that doesn't work. So respectfully, I'm going to, in a moment, ignore this part of you. Ignore your intellect, ignore your intelligence. And I'm gonna speak to that five-year-old inside that pulls all the strings. Exactly what I do. Exactly. And 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 it's gonna talk to me. That's
1: the guy that's in charge. People don't know that.
2: Exactly. And it won't talk to me through body language, through idiot what we call in hypnosis idiomotor responses. Basically, what that means is involuntary movements of the muscle. It may take control of your voice box and a voice comes out of your mouth, but it's not your adult 35 year old voice. It's It's the the problem. And I'm going to speak to it and it's going to communicate back to me. And I'm going to have a little chat with it and find out why it's been doing X and and see if it can find another way of giving you the same positive benefit. I a big believer in no matter how destructive the behavior is, on some unconscious, subconscious level, there's a positive intent behind it. So whatever the positive intent by it, like say the heroin addict, it might make me forget my trauma when I was five. Whatever the positive intent was behind it, you're still going to have that protective ability but you just won't be shooting up that heroin every day. Drinking all the alcohol all day, doing too much cocaine, whatever the drug is, opioids.
1: Well, let me, let me ask you a question. Okay. So you get a guy that calls you up, he's on opioids, opiates, and he's stoned. So he's calling you up, but he's still stoned. So yeah. how well can you work with somebody that's stoned like that?
2: great question so that has happened to me a couple of times they have called me up before they've invested any money or anything and and i can hear i can hear something's soft. right it's not my first rodeo and i'll just directly ask him i'm like are you under the influence of x y and z I'm like, it's not a judgment i just need to know and they're like yeah i'm like so so pretty much everything i'm going to do right now this is before we've even started to actually work together this is on the the screening call i'm like you need to be in, in a in a, a clear frame of of, of mind um, so so respectfully, if you're under the influence of X, Y, and Z, let's park this screening call um, and let's do it another time when you can be clean, cognizant of that call so we can actually do you a proper right, service. Right, right. Because we need to set it off on the right foot. Uh, and and I would never do hypnosis or any change work when someone has, has, has just used their drug. It would be very
1: difficult to do because they can't focus. So Yeah,
2: they're, they're already in a trance. But right. they're in the wrong kind of trance. So then, yeah. Uh, but 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 to answer your question, in the old days, I used to let my smokers who wanted to quit smoking. I used to let them smoke all the way up to like just before our session. They'd come in the door, and we're about to actually do the change. Work. Well, what
1: are you smoking with? pot, or you cigarettes? You're talking about? Uh, pot, cigarettes, whatever. Oh, okay.
2: Both. Um, and they would come in, and my first question to them would be hey, on a scale of zero to 10, how much do you want to smoke, weed, whatever, or, or or cigarettes? And they would say, 10 being, oh, my God, I want to really do it right now. Zero being not at all, no no um, inkling to do it. And they would say, well, Luke, it's a zero because I just smoked. To which I'd say to them, then if it's a zero now, and we haven't even worked together, in an hour from now, when it's going to be a zero, how the heck are you going to know this stuff works before you leave my office? To which they said good point so then i put a policy in place as long as the drug of choice they could abstain healthily without dying with medical supervision so i'm not talking about an alcoholic if they stop cold turkey they die no no no, no. but stuff like cigarettes or weed or cocaine right. I, would, I would tell them um not to do their drug of choice for at least 24 hours before the session okay that
1: makes sense okay now i understand what you're doing to
2: to treat the session much like you would a surgery meaning before you have a surgery they're not going to operate you if you've done if you've eaten they can eat but if you've done a drug, because i wanted them to come in i want them to come in and i want that urge to do that drug of choice as long as it's one that they can stop for 24 hours and, and not be you know in dire straits because i want it to be high so when they come in and the urge to do it is an eight a nine a ten and when we're done an hour from now they don't give me this nonsense or malarkey as we say back home well luke i'll tell you later on how it's done no no i want you to know before you leave this session today that this stuff's done if you came in at a nine and that's a zero you know it's done if you came in at a zero and it's still a zero you don't know it's done. I want them to have the gift of knowing that this is done or. Civilian. Right. Well, you, well, you need that
1: because you gotta, they gotta buy into what you're doing. So and the only way they can buy in is that they self self sees with themselves what's going on. Exactly. Yes, I agree. I do the same thing. So Absolutely.
0: Gentlemen, uh, we're coming towards the end of the show already. Um, wow. you know, there's so much information here, Luke, I gotta tell you, you're, you're blowing our minds over here. Um, it, it, with, with your thought processes, um, the fact that you're adaptable in your approach and that you don't believe there's a formula for everyone that you have to change and adapt that you recognize the visual, the audio, the kinesthetic, you do all of those things. It's brilliant. Cause a lot of people don't do that. A
1: lot of people don't do that. They got their A to Z. They yeah. do it.
0: And if you help one out of a hundred people, you're a lucky guy. But, uh, when you're adaptable, you can help a lot. Um, the question I have for you and, and, um, is when should somebody call you? When should somebody look up Luke I mean, is it when they are in dire straits, or should this be for maybe people who have uh, started on the path of recovery but are becoming very unstable well, and they we,
1: need somebody? Well, we're just talking about recovery, but you know, there's other things other that things I, I think that Luke does probably. People have uh, afraid of flying. Uh, people yeah. have uh, you know different uh, you know different things like Anxieties, that. Are going on anxiety, things, depression, yeah. so. Yeah. You know hypnosis, you know, uh, really works for a lot of things. But you're doing more than hypnosis, okay? So you're yeah. doing a lot of other things that combine, just like what I do. The same thing. Um, I, I never found one shoe fits everybody anyway. For sure. So you know, what I looked at, Luke, and I, I know, I know, we're coming to the end of the show. I want to give you some information and stuff because you, you're, you're, you seem like the same as me. Is that you want to be a student so you can be a good teacher? Uh, you need to look medically at people too. We got to ask them those questions. They can have a low thyroid. They can have leaky gut syndrome. They can have H. pylori infection, hypoglycemia, closed head injuries, heavy metal toxicity. All of these things cause depression and anxiety. So whether we hip, do hypnosis with them or we we give them a, a Prozac or some other stuff, right? It's really not going to work very well because you have a medical condition that's counteracting that. And if the brain the second brain is the gut. You don't treat the gut, you're out of luck. Look it up. I always tell people, please don't believe a word I tell you. Go look it up for yourself. Because that's the only way people don't believe anything anybody says anyway. So, you know, it's real simple stuff. But, you know, I if, you know I don't know if you're already looking at that, but if I were you, you might want to consider that because that's how your work improves. That's how my work improves. So maybe you might want to take a bigger. look at that.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and, and just to answer your problem, uh, your question before, Scott, the, the, the first time someone should call me, the best time is as soon as the problem starts. No one ever does, by the way, because it's not a
1: problem. <laughs> wait, <laughs> the time, wait on, they they only call started. you when they're falling off the roof. Yeah. They go, oh, can you help me? Yeah, well, wait a <laughs> while, <way>, you already <laughs> fell. I, mean, I can't help you.
2: The best time is when it started. No one ever does that. The second best time is now to break the loop. Because every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year you wait, it gets more ingrained into the neurology. Well, you're
1: training your brain is what you do. Your brain seeks pleasurable levels. And what you're doing, you're actually training your brain to do all this. You know who's really good that you you may want to consider? I I watch him. I was really impressed also, just like I'm very impressed with you, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenzer.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You ever see him or hear him?
2: Yeah, he's very popular now, isn't he, Joe? He's everywhere. People love He's
1: excellent. And, and, you know, he tells you how thoughts. The same thing we're talking about, you and I. But he, he takes him. He's a neuroscientist, and he takes it from the beginning all the way through how to change your mind. And you're doing the same work, how to change your mind. So, you know, it's, it's training. What, what you're doing is retraining the brain. And it takes time. Everybody looks for a quick fix. Listen, guys. I don't know what Luke does or I do, but there is no fi- quick fix. You got to work at this stuff. You know, and that's just the bottom line. It took years to develop this. It takes time to undevelop it and create a new way of life. How much time? Eh, it's up to you.
0: So uh, I, li- I like to, before we wrap up, uh, there's a question I always like to ask people. And, John, you answer this question uh, all the time about why you do what you do. And it's in your book, Uh the kid from, um, kid from the South Bronx That Never Gave Up. Kid from the South Bronx That Never Gave Up. Great book. Check it out at JohnJerryGirordano.com. But um, why do you do this? Uh, you seem like that kind of guy. You probably could excel at anything from vacuum sales to politics. Um, <laughs> why do this?
2: Yeah, I was thinking that the, 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 the last uh, last night. I was laying awake. I'm actually fasting at the moment. No food for 14 days. Today, yeah,
1: I do that too. But we're on the same. Wait a second. You're my brother from another mother. I know.
2: I baby. love that you're from the Bronx, by the way. I love the Bronx. I love Yeah, you. from the
0: South Bronx. That's me. Wait, does it count that I'm fasting because I'm broke? <laughs> yeah. Does that still count? <laughs> sometimes
2: <laughs> it can help. No, but no, please. is the cheapest way to uh, change your body you don't need a lot of money to lose weight just stop freaking eating so much but, <laughs> but why do i do this uh, i know we're wrapping up here's a quick version of the story when i was a kid i had every single problem you can imagine except i was not sexually abused and i was not addicted to drugs but i had every other problem that you can imagine And I tried to kill myself twice before 17. I spent seven, eight years in family therapy. Nothing worked. I was isolated. I was miserable, depressed. I had anxiety before. Everyone had anxiety. Bullied at school. (laughs) Horrible relationship with my parents. Everything was down the toilet. It was horrible. And nothing worked. And I got this little audio cassette on hypnosis. It It was back in the 90s, so audio cassette. It wasn't even a CD. it was called supreme self-confidence and because i had nowhere else to go nothing else worked i listened to a generic one size fits all audio cassette and it changed my friggin life and i said to myself if a generic one size fits all cassette can help me what if i learned this stuff for real so then i spent i was 17 i'm 43 now then i spent the next quick math 26 years learning from people far smarter than me, far more elegant than me, how to do this, how to get change with people. And I dedicated my life to it. That's the quick version of the story. I have a 27 minute version of the story as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote
0: a book about the stories. It's okay. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad that you chose the path that you did.
1: Yeah, me uh, too. I think, uh, I think it's, we. we I, I trained therapists to be therapists. And, you know, some I, I had a group of therapists, and it was like, and it, it, we did a like a mock thing. And, and and they said, well, how does that make you feel when somebody was talking? I said, listen, man, I would not even make you guys treat my dog. I said, what what do you mean? How does it make you feel? The guy's crying or something's happening. You're asking him, how does that make you feel? What do you think it makes you feel? <laughs> you know, when I went to school, I went to college. I only went to the ninth grade. I got a GED. Then I got all my certifications because when I went to college to get licensure, I looked at the book when it was printed. It was seven years old. By the time I got out of school, it was already outdated. It would have been antiquated. So I said, no, this is not for me. I want to see the things that work. So that's why I did into hypnotherapy. I did NLP. I did EMDR. I did holotropic breathing. I did mindfulness. I did all this stuff that I put all together. And Then nutrition and all this stuff. Um, Go to my website and you'll see a lot of the things. You'll see I'm in 79 now, medical and scientific peer-reviewed journals. Because who's going to listen to the kid from the South Bronx who only went to the right So now they listen. Now they ask me what I do. And then if you know, I don't know if you know this, I started my company with $300 and we turned it into $45 million in 2012. We sold it. I never thought in a million years that would happen. I was homeless when I started. So all I can tell you is this. That's why I wrote the book, to help motivate people. Not because, oh, look at Johnny, he made all this money. You know, forget about that baloney. What I'm saying is, man, my family was a mafia family. My uncle was a hitman. Matter of fact, he killed Decatur at my wedding because he insulted him. So, I mean, uh, if you read my book, you'll you'll learn a lot about that
0: stuff. Um <laughs> Well, you two would make a hell of a podium uh, at a conference, the two of you guys together. Let me tell you well, right yeah, now. Yeah, he's
1: right. You're right on the money, you know, <laughs> and,
0: and I kind of prejudged this as, okay, let me see what this guy's going to say. Well, you I know? think here's the problem, John, is that there's so many people out there passing themselves off as clinical hypnosis. There's people out there passing themselves off as life coaches and as sobriety coaches and as life change coaches. And there's a lot of people out there that are that are speaking way out of turn and are doing more damage than good. Absolutely. I will tell you right now, Beat Your Addiction uh, podcast will recommend uh lucnosis.you know.com. We we put we put all we put everything we believe we believe in you Listen, and we believe in what you do. It's a
1: pleasure talking to somebody that really understands yes. what's going on and keeps looking. That's why I keep looking for through things. Now I'm doing uh, I was always against uh, ketamine treatment and stuff like that. Let me tell you something. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, But we added integrative counts, coaching with it. We added group therapy with it. I added treating the gut with it, Uh, you know, nutrients with it, Uh, hypnotherapy. I do everything with it. Whatever works for that patient, that's what we do. So um, it's a quick way of getting into the subconscious and actually growing new neurons and that's what hypnosis does also when done properly, like you're doing.
2: Yeah. So yeah. we're on the
1: same page, man. So we should stay in touch.
2: Totally, man. Now you got a lot of great stories. I'm fascinated by. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go to my website, John, the initial jordano.com. You see a lot of crazy stuff that I do.
0: Cool. And You gotta come down and visit, because I mean I know you're up in Toronto, but you are dressed for Florida right now, brother. So you need to be down here.
2: It, well, li- listen, I, yeah, I, it's minus 10. No, it's minus 12 outside. It's oh, my goodness. Last night. I get so hot so quickly, but Florida, I love America, favorite place in the world and florida's in i just got back from new orleans so florida is in my top three places to visit so definitely want to come to florida universal the wwe i'm a big wrestling fan they have like a wrestling facility there as well disneyland for my girlfriend the Pixie. so yeah i'd love to come to florida
1: oh well, all right listen love stay to in you. touch we love what you're doing uh we'll recommend you and uh I'll pre apologize because I, you know, we get some people on that's, you know, different. I'll
0: put it to you that way, but you're right on the money, so I really love it. <laughs> there's a good different and there's a bad different. That this is. is a good different. <laughs> All right. I say
2: in life, you can be better, you can be worse, or you can be different. And, and I, I love different. Different is good. The right different is good.
0: That's what makes the world go round, man. <laughs> that's what makes the ha- things happen. Okay. Uh, again, Luke Howard, uh, LukeGnosis.com. Check him out. Um, if you have a problem, this might be the solution you've been looking for. Maybe you've tried other things. Uh, it's time to start thinking about something else and, and maybe connecting with with that authentic self inside to to make the changes in your life, and this is how you do it. Yeah, stop doing the same things over Still, and over again, yeah, expecting different results. Absolutely. Um, Luke, thank you again for your time. As for the rest of us, uh, you know, thank you guys. John – we're coming up on the holidays. We want to wish everybody to be safe and happy during the holiday and These season. are tough times for
1: people on the yeah. holidays. And, uh, you know, uh, people keep telling themselves negative stuff instead of enjoying the moment. You know, people live in the past and they get depressed and then they live in the future <laughs> and they get anxious. Yeah. And they forget about the present because the present, the past is where you learn and there are no failures in life. There are only lessons. And then the future is not here yet and the present, helps you to create your new future so people got to get on that boat
0: that's right that's right spend time with your family do one thing nice for somebody else do two things nice for yourself today you'll always have a good day and uh everybody out there please share this with your friends uh uh, sign up and subscribe to our channel uh love to everyone out there you've been watching beat your addiction with scott Jones, john giordano y'all take care now
1: all right luke